Welcome to the latest podcast from High School Guide. Today we're talking about alpine trail running, how to get into it, what it involves and what it is. It's one of the fastest growing sports in Europe um, and essentially is running but across hills, up and down hills and across the mountains. One of the biggest alpine trail running events of the annual season is the North Face Ultra Trail of Mont Blanc, the UTMB. Uh, which involves the running of the whole of the Tour de Mont Blanc trek, the circuit that takes most people trekking somewhere between six to ten days. And to do this running, very, very lightweight, carrying a small uh, pack of self-sufficient emergency supplies um, via various um, nutrition stops and drink stations um, on the way around. The winners do this or complete the circuit in about 21 hours is the record at the minute. It involves 165 kilometres of running and nearly 9,000 metres of ascent. That's almost twice Everest summit from base camp up and down. It's a huge, huge amount. So how do you get into this and why do you get into this? A lot of people do running as part of their normal exercise regime with their training for their climbing, skiing or trekking. And they want to up to a level to get their mountain fitness involved and also to enjoy a sport that is getting more and more popular, the kit's getting better and is more interesting and more beneficial for your body in terms of cross training than merely to run on a treadmill or road running. So what's it actually involve? You go running. You go running off off road, off paths, up bridleways, over hills, sometimes on track, sometimes completely off road. It's completely up to you. How do you start doing it? Just try little bits. Try cross-country running, try running around your park off the road. You'll find that the benefits are great and that there's a lot lower impact on some of the key joints, such as the knees that people complain quite often of pain if they're doing repetitive, hard surface, high impact training, such as road running. Um, also, it's the, the cross-trailing element in that your foot, your feet, your knees, your legs are never being used in exactly the same way each step that you take. And so you're running slightly differently every single pace. Your foot might be angled slightly sideways, slightly up, slightly down. Almost every single pace is different. And so rather than having the repetitive strain injuries that you could have, it's a complete holistic workout. Quite often you're going a lot slower than you would be on a, on a road obvious reasons and that there's more broken terrain there's greater risk of slipping sliding tripping on the more broken ground um, but because you're going slower you're looking at where you're going you're judging every footstep um, it's a, a lot less likely to cause you injury in the long run so what equipment do you need well whatever you normally take on your normal kind of exercise regime running would be absolutely fine to start off with and as you get into it you can pick up more specialist kit or decide if you need to adapt your regular trainers that you might use for road running would be absolutely fine. You'll find that trail running trainers have a slightly more advanced grip system, more of a cup on the heel to actually protect your foot and to cushion it for some of the more rough ground. Some of them have slightly more advanced lacing systems to give you more flexibility on where you want the, the tightness and the grip of the, the trainer on your upper foot. Some of the most popular brands uh, might include Solomon, Asics, um, and even Quechua Decathlon uh, make their own uh, brands and models of, of trail running shoes. So that's something to look at in the future once you've decided if it's for you. The socks, your regular running socks will be absolutely fine. There's nothing specialist you need for trail running. Um, what you tend to need is you'll find that your foot will, feet will probably get um, wetter on trail running than they would on, say, road running, um, in that you're going through more puddles, more pooled water um, over wetter ground. Um, and so socks that are generally 
quick drying, well wicking and so on will work well for you. On your lower legs, some people opt for trail running to wear compression socks or compression tights. Um, it's not necessary, um, but some people find that it helps them and that it stimulates the blood flow, reduces the lactic buildup and the effects of the sort of heavy legs and the tiredness that might um, be encountered over a long run. As far as sort of shorts or sort of running um, outfit, a lot of people go for um, regular running shorts, absolutely fine. Some people prefer um, effectively a lycra short that gives their muscles a little bit more warmth and a bit of support, a bit more contact. It's completely a personal choice, so completely up to you. On the upper body, a regular running vest or t-shirt, as long as it's wicking, slightly windproof in that it blocks a little bit of the colder winds, especially as you're going up into the mountains, warmth is a lot more of a concern than it would be for, say, a regular road run. A lot of people wear wind shirts, very thin, lightweight smocks that just keep the, the wind off them and some of the elements off, keep you a little bit warmer. And even running hats and gloves, again, completely up to up to you what suits for you. As it's a personal choice, I quite often run with one of the little buff um, hats that can be converted from a hat to a headband, even to a neck warmer or just a sweatband, completely as you want, and you can adapt it during your run. One of the key elements of extra kit that you might consider for trail running might be a little lightweight backpack. By lightweight and small, I'm talking about somewhere between five to 10 liters. It's a tiny backpack that would give you um, the possibility of carrying a little water reservoir, something like a platypus or camelback, um, with up to about a liter, two liters maximum, maybe of water to keep you hydrated during a run. Also to carry a few extra snacks, some strapping tape in case you were to twist an ankle, um, an emergency survival blanket, head torch, and a little first aid kit, um, and a mobile phone in case of emergency. Another bit of kit that people carry is um, poles. It's not really that common to see people running with poles, especially in the UK, um, but it's got very popular in Europe, and especially for some of the longer trail races, in that people want a little bit of extra support for the legs and more technical um, descents, slidey traverses, and that kind of thing, especially when you're getting tired. So a lot of people have uh, composite poles, um, that strip down, break down, um, and can be carried in your pack when they're not being used or just carried in your hands, but are very, very good for steep uphills, give you an extra little bit of balance, involve a kind of workout for the upper body rather than your legs doing all the work, um, and support you in very, very steep descents, especially when it's dark maybe, um, or there's bad light, bad visibility, or it's slippy underfoot. So poles are very much personal choice. A lot of people um, still don't use them and are very, very capable and quick without using them. Um, it's worth, I think, experimenting and see if they suit you or if they get in the way and it's completely your personal choice as whether they work or whether they don't work. So that's essentially the trail running kit. Um, it's completely up to you how, how much of that kit you think you do need, if you need to go out and get different kit or you just want to give it a go and see how it works for you and experiment and tweak it um, so that you've got a good system that works for you. You'll find in any single trail running race, everyone's got their own idea of what works for them. This is a very kind of personal, personal opinion. Um, but I've found that it's for all round training, for the endurance, for the stamina. Um, it's a, an amazing sport in that the, the chance of injury compared to a repetitive sport that can be essentially quite boring and lowers your motivation to continue with it. With trail running, I want to go out running every day, I enjoy it and it gives you the incentive to keep on doing it, to go out and to keep on up with your training. 
competition's completely up to you. Some people want to do them as a, a measure of their fitness, or a test of their personal ability, just running for themselves, sometimes against others, sometimes for the time. Um, that's something to think about in the future. But for now, this is just to give you a few tips on how to get into it. So enjoy your running and speak soon.